to Once Upon an Upside. We are here today to talk about the four January movie releases from Up TV. And we are missing our lovely Amy. She has such a busy life right now. So she's taking a little bit of a break from Once Upon an Upside. So for now, you will have me, your host, Jess. And today I have Carrie with me. Hey, it's, it's nice to be here. It's fun to talk about these movies. Yeah, and we have some very diverse movies I feel like to talk about. They're quite different from each other. <laughs> so we're going to dive right in to the first one, which was Blueprint to the Heart, starring Laura Mitchell as Tiffany and Dennis Andres as Brooks. And Hallmarkies, you will also notice some familiar faces of Nelson Wong and Joanna Newmarch for those Hardies out there. So love that. Yes. yes familiar faces. But um, Blueprint to the Heart basically is about this woman named Tiffany, and she has this kind of um, home flip reno type show, think HGTV, right? And uh, her producers talk to her, and they're just Things just aren't going the way they want it to. They want to, so they want to change it up. So they decide they're going to start flipping lives instead of flipping homes because nothing can go wrong with this idea. <laughs> and so they choose this man Brooks, who happened to be assisting on her previous uh, episode that she was on. And Brooks is very much a more of a free spirit and uh, doesn't fit your traditional molds. And so we get to kind of see their journey as she attempts to make changes to his life, which he is quite resistant to. Yeah. And in some ways, rightly so. <laughs> I know, like, she keeps saying things like, oh, oh, we'll change that, or we'll change that about you, we'll change that about you. And it's like, hey, you know, after a while, you're like, uh, I'm fine just the way I am, but that- <laughs> Yeah, like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Like, let's not take the individuality out of a person. <laughs> I know. But, I mean, she she did a good job. Once she started getting to know him, I felt like she started to really say, like, okay, well, we need to update your clothes, but we don't have to do the fancy store. Let's right. go we can find at Goodwill or whatever, you know? Yeah, or keep it somewhat within your your taste. Somewhat something within your taste. and Yeah, so she, she did a good job at that, I thought. Yeah. Okay. So my biggest question I have for you about this movie that just did not make any sense to me. Did you find it odd that the producers were like, you need to do something else with your show because it's not working. But then when she attempted to make the changes, she, they were like, no, no, it's, it's not your brand. <laughs> I was like, you told me to change it. And now you're saying, no, it's, it's off your brand. But I thought that was the point. I thought that was, you're right, that was so funny because her show was, what, it was like the ratings were down and this new couple was coming on up mm -hmm. in the network and, and doing better. And so the the trick there or the, the catchy thing there was that the producer, the new producer was her ex-boyfriend. And so he was the one who like was her mentor coming up, you know, in this, in this um, career and that he produced this one other show she was on. And so he had like really, he was just too holding on too tightly to this brand that he created for her, where she even felt like it wasn't exactly her and she wanted to make those changes. Mm -hmm. So once she, once she got comfortable, you know, making some of these changes with this new show, 
she kind of found her stride and he's like no 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 that's not who you are no no that's not who you made me to be so it's like a personal conflict for him but you're right it didn't make sense necessarily (laughs) they're like change it and then she changes it and they're like no not like that (laughs) not you (laughs) you're like told me to do this (laughs) i need some clarity here right exactly oh my goodness so um yeah what did you think overall about about the character of brooks I liked Brooks a lot, actually. I thought he was really fun and funny. I kind of like characters like that who are really comfortable in their own skin. You know, mm-hmm. his skills, he's a carpenter. He wants to to renovate things, but he's so creative too with kind of like how, how he did that and what he wanted to do with his, his job. But he was just really comfortable in who he was and he really knew who he was. So mm-hmm. yeah, I really liked him. I thought he was funny really funny like mm-hmm. when he <laughs> and kind-hearted you know he was like funny and kind-hearted so he really looked out for tiffany but that first scene that we see him in <laughs> i felt so bad for him in that scene like he is just trying he's trying <laughs> he was trying he was trying to help her but she wasn't digging this substitute carpenter you know and then last minute changes the cameras are rolling the the couple's coming in they're shooting a show and the sink all of a sudden starts going yeah because like the guy hit it with a, a ladder i think and i'm like right. you hit it with a ladder and you just walk away and let someone take care of it i mean poor brooks he's trying to clean up some other dude's mess <laughs> so brooks like whips off his shirt and like <laughs> stops the leak and the people come in with the camera <laughs> and he's just like hey <laughs> Welcome to your new home. We'll fix this. And eventually my shirt will come back on. (laughs) I think think they did a good job setting up that, um, like his character and his funny chemistry with her on the show to make him the first contestant on this new renovation show. Mm -hmm. That that made sense to me. I was like, how are they going to do this? But they, they did a good job setting that up, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they had a nice, like, banter going from the beginning. They did. So, yeah. And, but and then they had a lot of awkward taping scenes where he was just like, no, not doing whatever you're telling me to do. And she's just like, uh, okay. That's the show. Uh, but I liked that. I liked that they had that chemistry off camera and on camera. That was one thing I was going to say about the two of them. They had really good one-on-one scenes together. Like, mm-hmm. where I was interest, super interested in what they were saying, what they were revealing about themselves to each other and how they were getting to know each other was really strong throughout this whole movie I thought yeah did you I would agree yeah Mm -hmm. so let's talk about the conflict that I mean the big there's a couple conflicts on almost like in every relationship she has you know with her with her network and even her her friend who's super supportive at the beginning I think is this friend her agent or is it a um the kimberly woman yeah the woman who was joanna newmarch's character she was the her boss yeah her boss okay it was like we have to like change everything yeah she they like but they said didn't they say it was her boss but also her best friend or something like or maybe that was different but um, that might be a different movie (laughs) (laughs) so the boss wants to change everything then the subject, you know, this this new producer is her ex-boyfriend. 
And then the subject of her new renovation show is uncooperative. Like, I mean, at every turn, Tiffany had conflict <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> but no. um, the big conflict is though that they bring his ex-girlfriend back yeah. onto the show as a, like, you know, some, you know, just a ploy for the show or whatever. And um, well, and he has no idea that this is yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And he had trusted her too with like, they had like, I think they had a really deep conversation about like what happened with this woman anyway. And so, yeah. How do you feel about how like that conflict kind of was dealt with between Tiffany and Brooks? Yeah. So I, you know, it was kind of just a, a classic conflict where like he, t he tells her something and she betrays him, but not really. Like it wasn't her right. who betrayed him, you know? It was just the producers wanting to create drama and high ratings for this new show. Mm -hmm. So she was not on board. She was like, I don't think we should do that. Yeah, she was not on board. She didn't want to do it. She comes and she sees them actually filming behind her back and throwing him under the bus. And then he kind of, they it, it all climaxes into this like angry, conversation that they have with each other you know and they're kind of now telling each other things like i know you better than you know yourself you know mm -hmm. this what about you what about you you do this you do this and um yeah i mean i don't blame him for being upset i don't blame yeah. him you know feeling like he threw her under the bus or she threw him but yeah, it was it was a tense conversation for sure, but they could be really honest with with each other. And I don't know, I think they wrapped it up really well. They do they did get to know each other well, but mm -hmm. um, just kind of that angry conversation is is hilarious to me sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was definitely a more authentic conflict. Like, I'm like I could see producers going and doing this thing, and then like him like being like. <laughs> Like a legitimate, you betrayed me, not like the normal, you lied to me kind of thing. We get a lot on like Hallmark. So I felt like this was a nice conflict. Like, I really believe this conflict and it's not, it doesn't feel like too uh, superficial to me. Right. Right. No, it, it definitely was. Um, yeah, I'm agreeing to be on the show, but this is like part of my private life and I didn't agree to that. You're right. Yeah, definitely mm -hmm. believable. So yeah, and then August resolved. She she goes to his house and apologizes and slips an envelope with a key to the shop that she promised him. That was like her like peace offering. <laughs> it was really funny. Of course, she's like talking to him at the door the whole time. Um, and then I think they end up with like they're gonna they implied they're gonna have their own show together. I think was the implication. Uh, I think they are. They were they were implying that, and I do think that was a pretty good fit, pretty good ending for them. Yeah. So. I really like this movie. I, I thought I love the comedic aspects of it. I thought it was funny. Um, there was a little like stiltedness in the beginning, but I think that was just like them, like the characters and like yeah. they had to work through the fact that they're very different people. Right. <laughs> so I thought it was really cute. I gave it eight and a half out of 10 balloons. Oh, up the balloons. That's awesome. Okay. This is good because I really liked it too. And I think the strongest thing for me was just this leading couple. They, really took this um took their relationship to a really believable place and like i said their one-on-one -on -one conversations were just such a highlight to me and then their goofy antics you know on the show and trying to get to know each other and uh 
I don't know, the cooking, the clothes shopping, you know, all mm -hmm. of that was just really, really cute. Um, so that made this a really strong movie for me. I loved their chemistry and yeah. um, I thought it was really fun. So I, I mean, I definitely agree. I would go eight out of 10 for sure. All right, sounds good. Anyway, good, good first movie from Up TV. They started the year out strong. <laughs> and then we go to our second movie, The Baby Proposal. <laughs> this one stars Alexandra Ch Shondo. Chando, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce her name, um, as Layla and Mike Morrell as Derek. And so when I first heard about this movie, I'm like, oh, this sounds like Good Morning Christmas that we uh, we had at Hallmark at Christmas time. And then I started watching and I'm like, this is nothing like Good Morning Christmas. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not. So it stars uh, these two characters, Layla and Derek, and they have a talk show together. And... Do you remember the talk show's name? Because I do not. Yep. Wake Up Chicago. Yep. <laughs> it is Wake Up Chicago. And he is a by-the-book kind of man. He he wants to just follow the script, keep it, you know, like that. And she's more spontaneous and might want to change up the lines every now and then. And then the twist of this movie <laughs> is that somebody leaves them a baby in their dressing room somebody leaves them a baby of because course. why not and this always happens and <laughs> it was it was a very interesting story it was like somebody had passed away i think and like in their will that this woman had gotten this baby yeah. i think she was elderly and then decided she was unable to care for the baby right and then just gave it to Layla and Derek for reasons I'm, of which I don't remember. Maybe she just loved their I show. I do. She, I mean, she was a super fan of Wake Up Chicago and kind of felt like she knew them and they would be a good couple. And she just decided that they would be the right fit for to, to either take care of the baby or find a home for the baby. Yeah. So um, talk show host out there, have you ever been gifted a baby? <laughs> because I'm fairly certain this is illegal. Just right. <laughs> so you have to suspend some belief. Like I'm like, okay, you can yes, you can adopt a baby or you can give up ownership of a baby, but there's a process you have to just drop it off in someone's dressing room. Something something legal was happening because they uh, they were then the guardians and they had to either decide to put the baby back in the system, like of the, for the, of the state, or find a family. And I mean, beautifully. We had just seen this this tender scene between Derek and his sister, and his sister was just admitting that it was just hard. That she was having a hard time getting pregnant, and um, it was hard to, um, I don't know, maybe she talked about adoption, but he right away had uh, her and her husband in mind for this baby, mm -hmm. which I thought was really sweet, really, mm -hmm. really sweet, and solved the problem, except the sister lived far up north, I guess, in Canada, and snow a snowstorm kept her from coming right away so they mm -hmm. had to take care of the baby for a week now there's baby fun to be had lots of baby fun baby lots of baby shenanigans ensued but they were kind of the tried and true baby shenanigans of you know, <laughs> no sleep putting a crib together how do you feed the baby is the baby breathing you know <laughs> But I, I that worked for me though. I thought it was really cute. 
Yeah, I agree. I thought, I think it worked a lot too because I think the main characters had a lot of good chemistry and I think they played well off each other. And I think that's what made this movie work because you have to, to suspend some belief on this plot <laughs> because it's just not making any sense. But if you kind of push that aside, it really does work. Totally. I, I thought so too. I thought that again, we have another movie here right away with two strong leads and really good chemistry. So mm -hmm. that it, it does kind of buoy the plot a little bit and helps it float along. Um, you know, in the meantime, they have this baby that they have to take care of. And then his mom comes and takes care of her too a little bit, but they also are up for like this big, maybe promotion. They're going to interview for a new show on a yeah. well maybe or something a bigger market so they also debut is that what it was called debut, debut? okay was there i don't know the company or show yeah. yes yes <laughs> so they're interviewing for for this show and so they're trying to um have a really good week on their show mm -hmm. as an interview process so anyway so there's some conflicts there but it was good. We have forgotten to mention a big piece here in which that Layla is engaged. Oh, <laughs> all time. of course. Of course. Layla is engaged to Brad, and Brad <laughs> seems like a very nice guy. He's a correspondent. What is he? He's a... Um, I don't know what he is, but he's, he's gone for most of the gone. movie. He's very mature when he comes back and finds out that his fiance has gotten a baby <laughs> in the meantime. She has a baby, and I couldn't tell. I really couldn't tell if, did Derek move in? Or did he just, like... I I didn't, I didn't think, like, a, well, maybe. I guess I didn't think so when I watched it. I just felt like maybe they were, like, that was kind of like baby home base. <laughs> baby home base, so he either came in for his shifts or or just lived there for the week because he said something about sharing a bath you learn a lot about someone when you share a bathroom with them or something and i was Maybe. like are we sharing a bathroom <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here but they they were on shifts you know for the babies to watch the baby and stuff like that and um mm -hmm. so yeah and as, as like boring as brad was as a character he was very mature about like the whole thing although their breakup we didn't even see it. And I was kind of surprised. And she's like, oh yeah, we broke up. And I was like, when? <laughs> it was implied. It was, it was definitely fun. implied. But I, I mean, I think he was a very mature character, albeit very, very boring. <laughs> right. He was, he was boring. And she even said, I thought that was hilarious in the script where she said, um, I, this is why I think I remember he was a foreign correspondent because she slipped up and said, he's a boring court. And then she said, not boring foreign course or something like that like she slipped up too and yeah you could tell she was just in the relationship for the the safety the steadiness the you know there wasn't much excitement there mm -hmm. yes um and we also have some added conflict because reporters show up at her door randomly and i think they make a bunch of like accusations about this baby i can't remember exactly what they were saying do you remember I they probably had some concerns like we did you know like <laughs> why do you have a baby where did this baby come from are is it true you're gonna what did they say like is it true you're going to um i don't know give the give the baby up or um is it true you're gonna 
you're a couple now. I don't know. They had. Yeah, I was like, I was like, didn't they like insinuate it was their baby or something or like that they were dating? Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to remember. I couldn't. Yeah. What they said, but yeah. So there was that whole thing. But um, at first, the producers are very upset that she talked to them. I'm like, they shut up her door. Of course, she's gonna talk to them. <laughs> I mean, and well, she did so very well. Like she talked to them like in a very good, a very mature way, and was like, how are you mad about this? I know. She handled it so well. I know that they probably just wanted their people on it, you know, their PR yeah. people or whatever. Plus, it put her in a position to now be considered a solo um, mm-hmm. for the interview instead of a team with Derek. And so it kind of felt like there was a little betrayal there, maybe. And- yeah, Derek definitely was like, what? But she, like, she didn't like intend for that to happen. Like, come on, dude. Like, give her some slack. oh my goodness but yeah so yeah so they get through that um eventually he like becomes okay i think with the idea that she might be the solo person and they have the final shoot where everything goes wrong and derek has to produce while holding the baby (laughs) (laughs) because no one else could no one else hold the baby the system was sick (laughs) The mom was also I mean, sick. I don't even know what happened to the mom. Oh, the mom was sick. Yes, the mom was sick and he had to have the baby. So he had already, though, like you said, he had already made the decision that Davey wasn't for him. He wanted to stay local. He wanted to stay by his family. He wanted to, um, his, his sister, yeah, he want, He just wanted to stay. He was more of a mm-hmm. small town Chicago type of guy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it showed like a lot of integrity. Like once she did get the job, like it was like so, like again, very mature characters. I'm gonna keep saying that in this movie for the most part, you they know. Handled, they handled the wild plot really well. I liked how mm-hmm. they how they did. So yeah, he produces the show. She goes on by herself. They really show a lot of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of these segments, the way she talks to, um, you know, handles the mishaps, talks to the nervous um, person she was interviewing. I mean, she really, she did a great job by herself. And that's, I guess, what they were trying to show us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And um, so the movie ends with Layla actually turning down the job with debut and she and Derek decide to go cable with Rise and Shine America as opposed yeah. to Good Morning Chicago. <laughs> Go bigger. <laughs> Rise of China America with Derek. Yes. So cute. Actually, I love the two years later little wrap up at the end. I really loved that. Um, it said two years later, mm-hmm. here they are filming one of their Rise in China America segments, and she's pregnant and has a ring on her finger. Yes. It's, it's very cute. Very cute. Yes. Yes. So how did you rate this one? I did like it again, because of the, the chemistry and the leads, you know, they were, they were really fun characters and I felt like they were very interesting. You know, they brought a lot of um, pep to kind of a tired storyline maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I really liked Layla and Derek together. I thought they were sweet. I kind of liked that they didn't end up with the baby themselves. Like that was, yeah. that was nice to see just like more of a realistic ending that way. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> so, I mean, I would give it a seven out of 10. I, I liked it. I would totally recommend it to people to go find it and watch the baby proposal. Yeah. I gave it the exact same seven out of 10. Yeah. I thought it was like very lighthearted and comical with good chemistry. I did wish that the fiance had left a little sooner because you get that borderline, like he's in love with her and she's like engaged. And I'm like, well, I know I hate that roadblock. And then you like get that borderline of like, are we about to be like in that almost cheating phase here? You know? <laughs> so I wish, yeah. Brad needed to go a little sooner, but. They kind of didn't even, they didn't really even need the fiance storyline. Like they really, yeah. they could have done this whole thing, I think without her having that, that conflict of a, a fiance. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. They could have completely done away with him and it wouldn't have hurt anything because he wasn't like really a roadblock except for like, I think one time when Derek was like talking to himself, like I'm falling in love with her and you know, but she's engaged. Right. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I gave it a seven out of 10 too. So yeah, yeah it was another good, solid movie, albeit a little bonkers story-wise. A little bonkers, but the, the characters definitely make up for it. And they made it work. <laughs> they're, they're fun people to watch, yeah. All right. Okay, our third movie is Romance Retreat, starring Amanda Scholl, who you may remember from Project Christmas Wish uh, this past Christmas season at Hallmark. Love her. Um, it was such a good movie. Yes, that was my favorite, my number one from... Yes the year so i was very excited to see her um she played dana and then we have morgan david jones as stefan so now david jones i i looked him up because or morgan david jones um because i was like what have i seen him in what have i seen him in and sure enough he's been in you know things here and there but um when hope calls is a oh he was in when hope calls but he's clean shaven he's um he definitely looks a little different but that when he smiles i mean he has such a charming smile that i was like when i might have to go back and look now because i'm like i didn't i don't even think i realized i recognized him but i have seen when hope calls i'm like okay yeah i, I go back and look at this once you go look him up you'll you'll see oh yeah that's him <laughs> but yes so this movie centers Dana, who is a journalist, and Stefan, who works for like this, are they a tech company, technically? It's an app, yeah. An it's app, a yeah. That makes that specific app that just went wild. It just yes. went in Yes, in psych. <laughs> in psych, yeah. It's like an encyclopedia thing. I don't know, but yeah, it's an app thing. And But anyway, they both end up on this yoga retreat and she is actually traveling with her boyfriend at the time and she had only known him previously because they shared a ride share um so they're going on this yoga retreat and within like the first 10 minutes her, her boyfriend <laughs> breaks up with her on the middle of the hike to the retreat in front of everybody because they're she's a work <laughs> she's a workaholic and he's like dude we're here to yoga you know <laughs> I, I thought, I mean, that whole scene of her, first of all, she's, she's reluctantly going on this vacation, but she's trying to save their relationship. So they're going on this retreat, yoga retreat, and where she thinks a warm place in Indonesia, but they land in Canada, <laughs> they land in Canada, it's freezing. She didn't pack any freezing cold clothes. He's like, 
did you not listen to me? Did you not read every anything I sent you? And she's like, uh, you know, basically, clearly, <laughs> clearly she didn't. So she is super unprepared, super still concerned about keeping in touch with her work. And he is just, that's it for him. He is so frustrated. She's hiking through the woods to this retreat in heels and a wheelie suitcase. <laughs> her purse falls in a puddle. I mean, everything is going wrong for this. Yes. It is so sad. Her phone's and in the water <laughs> or her laptop, her phone and her laptop. Yeah. Like, and everything's in the water right there like he just it really was a very selfish move i thought for him but um she just what did she describe it as the caviar of breakups like this was, <laughs> this was the everything went that could go wrong went wrong yeah and this is all within the first like 10 minutes and i was like <laughs> at this point i was like these characters are both very unlikable. I am not sure about this movie right now. I know. They both are like coming off kind of like as jerks to each other. They were, they really were. The only, I did like Stefan when we first saw him, that scene in the Uber mm -hmm. that she shared with him um, because he was just like, he was so open. He really, <laughs> he liked her automatically, like instantly. And, and then he's on this yoga retreat too. Which oh, uh, going, and going back to that car, I love how they were like, he and the driver were like trying to have a convert. They thought they were having a conversation with her, yeah. but she was talking with her like Bluetooth, whatever. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so funny. Uh, funny. Try to defend his app. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, <laughs> as we continue on with this jerky boyfriend, what was his name? Um, um, John? No. No. Um, yes. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. Yes. John. John. Okay. So John breaks up with her. That is it for him. He goes and he keeps the room. So she now has to buy her own room, which ends up being a, in a supply closet because yes. you know, <laughs> seven, people, seven people are in this retreat and there's no more rooms. They're all booked up. So anyway, so now she's left alone. It's a couple's yoga retreat, so they, they're not even paired up anymore as, as a Yeah, he doesn't couple. want to yoga with her anymore. Because... But she can't leave because they're up in, who knows where, Canada, I guess. Mm -hmm. So she has to suffer through this week. Yes, and she gets paired up because there's no one left with Stefan. And he like kind of immediately comes out as her friend. Like he, I mean, he's kind of snarky. Like he has like that kind of sarcastic that's yeah. just like his personality. Um, but he like, he just drops a bag of rice on the desk for her. Like, I'm like, oh, that was, you know, being sweet in his own way. Like here, try to save your phone in your life. And then from then on, he started to do just some really sweet things where he was trying to, you know, he, he helped with the rice bag and he brought her a little, some coffee and, and he was really just trying to help her horrible week get better i guess yeah he really tried to like like you said kind of commiserate with her like when they were doing uh the hot yoga and she only had a sweatshirt on and could not take it off and he left his jacket on so they could suffer together yeah. like he yeah, showed so some nice. real like <laughs> some like, like yeah he was a good friend to her yeah um through yeah. that <laughs> oh jess this is what i was gonna say i liked at the beginning of the movie um her narration i really like movies with narration like that i think it's kind of fun and you get to know that that leading lady really well mm -hmm. right away and we don't have that much anymore like you don't really see that yeah they don't and so this happened all throughout the movie but then one time he narrated 
something. Do you remember that? Like, like a half hour into the movie, he's like, this was my, my place. I knew every tree. I knew every path. Oh, I think I do. I can't. Barely, but I think I do. And he started to narrate. And I'm like, wait, is he going to narrate now too? <laughs> we have multiple narrators and pointed. He did. But I think he just had like this one shot. And he was like, I came here to get away from everything and really clear my mind. But I just, I didn't count on Dana. You know, I didn't, I didn't count on finding somebody here that really interested me. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. I don't think he narrated anymore after that. Like, we just need to know that one thing, you know, that one. <laughs> uh, and he's quite the enigma of a person. Like, he's got a lot of secrets. We think he's a super, like, intense yoga, like, eat clean, everything. And then we learn he's going out and having someone fly him in food, like, fast food. And I'm like, Dude, first of all, you paying someone to fly you in food. Okay, that's interesting. And then, and then also, like, that would be me. I would be like, where's the pizza? Where's the burgers? All this vegan stuff. Like, no, I mean, no. No, thank you. Please give me the, the carbs and the grease. I will gladly take them and sweat them <laughs> off later. You have to do yoga. You have to suffer through no Wi-Fi. Now you have to eat all vegan food when you're not a vegan. I mean... There were so many strikes against this place for her. She just was not having it. Yeah. So, None of this is data. Like she's like dying. <laughs> dying. So when she sees him sneak off and she follows him and he eats a burger, she's like, give me the burger. <laughs> that was funny. She like blackmails him into like giving her food. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. That was, that was funny. Okay. So to me, you know, she starts putting the pieces together. Like he's not who, like he has all these secrets. He's not who I think he is. I don't, he, he's rich. Obviously he flies mm-hmm. someone in to give him burgers. He, <laughs> As we all do <laughs> at some point during the day. <laughs> right, right. So he just really intrigues her. Yeah. 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 And they kind of like call each other out on things. Like he, she says, you're super secretive. And he's like, well, you're super judgmental because she doesn't want to embrace any of the, the yoga things. And so, yeah. So I think slowly they sort of like meet each other in the middle in that perspective. Like he starts to like be less secretive by bringing her burger as well. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And telling her about that. And she starts to like, kind of get a little more into the yoga. I don't think she ever really does, but yeah. So in the meantime, we have all of this kind of like um, some slapstick stuff going on with her and this retreat and out of, out of her comfort zone and she's getting to know Stefan and stuff. So that's all kind of fun. But in the meantime, you know, let's not forget that she's this journalist with this big news story that is breaking and she has to work a little bit too in order to kind of save her job i don't know if she's saving it or she just wants to be a part of this big news story um yeah so all of a sudden that comes back on the scene because she gets wi-fi again she Mm -hmm. finds a a hot spot that she can share wi-fi from his room she's snooping around and stuff like that yes so and in his room she stumbled upon (laughs) like the oldest like trick in the book Literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> she finds a book that has like a hidden compartment with a tablet charging. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> and she is able, uh, because he is such a smart tech person, he makes his password like one, two, three, four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets in there and realizes like he is part of this insight thing. Um, and at this point, she's like, 
what, what is going on right. and, um, you know, is starting to distance a little bit from him. Cause she's like, I don't even, I need to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's already like falling for him. So she's already falling for him and kind of trusting him. So then she gets, she gets in contact again with her boss and, um, they're, they're like, great, pursue this. And she's like, no, I can't, I can't reveal my sources and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden she does, he does come clean with her. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, is this, is this how it goes? Like she's. Yeah. She confronts him and then he gets really upset rightly. So because she's snooping in his room. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she is like full on snooping. Like, let's just be real. And yeah, then they, he like kind of just like sits and he tells her everything. Like he's very open. He's like, yeah, this is what's happening. It had something to do with like the access to cameras. It's like the big secure, like people like thought their privacy was going to be violated, but he's like, no, no, only the computers can access the cameras. People can't. But then she's like, well, what if you get hacked? Like if someone breaches that security, then, and he's like, well, our security is great. Like it's not going to happen, which I can really see your concern. Like, I mean, can you really say your security is hundred percent effective against the most brilliant? I'm sure there's like an FBI hacker out there who can do this. I don't think you can. <laughs> so I think the concern is legitimate. You know, yeah. people don't, people like accessing their cameras. Right. So yeah. anyway, yeah. So they have that whole conversation. Okay. There. Yeah. So they had that conversation and he comes clean and she's like, she writes this article, mm-hmm. but then he, their boss changes her article or something. And so she's betrayed by her boss, of course, and he's betrayed by her. And it's just that retreat ends so badly. And they were getting along so well on this crazy retreat, you know, with the howling at the moon and the secret burgers that they were eating and um the kind things he was doing they were really starting to really fall for each other but it ends badly they don't even say goodbye to each other it's bad yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so she goes home yeah she goes home Mm -hmm. tries to fix it and um realizes that she really just probably needs to write another article so we have this the journalist taking her job to correct what was wrong, but also to re- reveal her love, you know, in this article. So we have <laughs> big reveal in the article. So that was a great humble ending for her. I thought. So anyway, yeah, she she does her part and ends well. I think with um, this article and tries to right the wrong and save his reputation. And thank goodness he reads it. I mean, yeah, what- he almost did it. <laughs> what happens i want to see what movie one time with this article is just like not read by the guy yeah <laughs> they're just like no not gonna do it you can't make me read this <laughs> right. right so yeah so it ends it ends well he comes and he's like did you mean all of that and she said yes and they're in the office and um they kiss and great everything's saved all good. And then they have the, the, I thought it was such a clever ending. They're doing yoga together and they do like something where their hands meet and it comes out to show the ring. Yes. I was like, that might be the most clever thing I've ever seen of a way to showcase that someone is now engaged. Yes. <laughs> I was, was like, I like that. Great. That was really cute to see th- her change, you know, how she appreciates this, this yoga now and they do it together and then they 
showed the engagement ring. That was really clever. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, overall, how'd you read it? Well, as much as I, as much as there were things that I did like, and I thought certain scenes were fun and funny. I mean, that first yoga scene for her at the retreat was hilarious. I mean, I, (laughs) I laughed out loud. I thought she was so goofy. She was, she just made that really funny. And, um, I liked him as a leading man in this. He was really charming and, and sweet. Um, so what I didn't like about it, I think was it was just, it, it was kind of slow actually in certain parts where like you knew where they were going, but the how they took you there in a really mm-hmm. slow way. And they could have kind of sped things up a little bit. Um, I gave it a six because I did like it, but um, yeah, I like her so much, you know, yeah. from the Christmas wish. I like her so much. And she just, she was, she's beautiful. She, she added a lot to this character, but, um, it was just, I don't know. Do you think it was the writing Jess or something? Or maybe you rated it higher than me. So, well, for me, I actually was very close to you. I gave it six and a half. Um, so I, I liked it kind of overall, like their chemistry is what I liked. I like the mystery element of it. For me, I think it was like too much yoga because I'm not a yoga person. And they got to some areas where it was like this, like the very spiritual aspects of yoga. And I was like, this just isn't for me. And yeah. So I think that they did less enjoyable for me. Um, but I still, I think that, yeah, their chemistry was good. And the mystery aspect carried it for me. Yeah. And that made it work better. So, yeah, yeah I to- I totally agree. I, it was like, is this a love story to yoga and like that? whole <laughs> Yeah. I, I think you need to, yeah. <laughs> like the, the howling at the moon scene. I was like, this is, this is a lot <laughs> for me. <laughs> Okay. And I kind of didn't, I kind of didn't understand all the people. Anyway, there were things I didn't understand. The yoga side was, was kind of silly. So yeah, six, six and a half. That's, that's a fair rating. Pretty close. Yeah. We've been very close all, all across the board so far. We'll see about this last one. Maybe this one will be controversial. (laughs) (laughs) So the last movie is Love is a Piece of Cake starring Grayson Holt as Aiden and he is very familiar um within up TV from uh, a very country Christmas that the whole um trilogy I think it is now um that he was in with up TV this past year and the years before um and he was also in cross country Christmas with Hallmark so he should be a familiar face and then Lindsay Gort as Jesse uh-huh. And she is a baker. She comes from a generation of bakers. And she likes, she's kind of, again, one of those rigid characters, wants to keep things the same. We have her fun assistants. Um, What was the girl's name? Beatrice. Beatrice. And then we have Howard, who's J.B. Calica, our favorite person from Hallmark. So he was fun to see. Um, And he still needs a lead in a movie, Hallmark, if you're listening. He does. He needs him up. Okay. He, he's such good supporting characters, but he he needs a lead. That, yes. that's fun to see. Um, so the bakery store, whatever they have, is having some financial troubles, and Howard, the assistant, is trying to like get her to like, hey, maybe you could sell some of your cakes at a grocery store. And she's like, no, it's not what we do. 
So she's not really wanting to branch out, but the whole kind of driven plot happens when this um, fashion designer named Suzanne Cooper uh, decides that she wants them to bake her wedding cake. And her brother is Aiden, and that's kind of how he gets into the storyline. And he has the most adorable daughter ever named Riley. Okay, let's stop here for a second because I gotta talk about this little kid, okay? (laughs) I looked up her name. I didn't write it down. She's been in like two other things maybe, but she could not have been more than four, right? Yeah. In the movie, she was supposed to be five, but I honestly, I was like, no, no, no. She's not five. Like my niece is five. I'm like, she seems younger. She was so young, but, but very, such a great little actress. She really, like she, it felt like sometimes when you have your like child actress, especially we don't see them that young very often. Usually they're like in that nine, yeah. nine to 10 range, maybe seven. I don't know. But, um, she was very authentic. I felt like, cause usually with those child actors that you could tell they're acting and there was like maybe one time when it felt a little fake from her with, I think right. Leon looked a little staged, but I mean, for the most part, like she was totally believable. I'm like this child, like put her in more stuff. She's amazing. And more, she was so believable to me. And what was believable to me was the father daughter of Aiden and Riley together. Mm-hmm. He was so tender with her and playful, and she responded to him so genuinely. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I that works for me. Like. Sometimes it's it's annoying to have, I'm sorry to say this, it's annoying to have a kid in the movie because they like, they're there, but they're always telling them to go somewhere else or- mm-hmm. You have to find ways to not, I hate to say get rid of them, but you, you yeah. have to get them off the screen sometimes to A, to have the main characters have their moments and also just because they can't work, you know, as much. So they, they literally cannot be on the screen as often. Right. But she seemed to be in many scenes. Like, how long did they film this? He was in so many scenes, and she said she had good lines. Like, they weren't just these throwaway lines. Like, one time, um, her aunt was angry on a phone, and it she left the left the frame, and so Riley and um her dad were there, and she looked at him, and she goes, "I wouldn't want to be the person on the other end of that phone call." (laughs) Or something, something just really funny and mature, and he was like. I know, right? So, I mean, she added so much to this movie and sometimes child actors don't or child yeah. actors don't. So she was precious. Yeah, she was adorable. She, well, we'll get into this more. She carried this movie, I think, for me. <laughs> for me, the two of them together, Aiden and Riley yeah. carried it. I love how sometimes too, she was like a little bashful and maybe that was like generally like the actor was bashful. I'm like, it worked. Like in the situations where she was, I'm like, she's meeting this strange lady. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a little bashful. Yes, exactly. Like it just, it worked. It was adorable. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, um, so the whole story is like kind of jump-started because um, this fashion designer wants a cake. And I have to say, I was very glad, except for the very last scene, for the most part of this movie, she was not a bridezilla. She was actually very kind until that very last part with the flowers. Right. <laughs> and then she just lost it. <laughs> the pink peonies came and she was like, no, no, no pink. There's theme people. We're talking theme. theme. Blue was the color, right? Yes. Yeah, blue was the color. You know, I might have been the same way because I hate pink. I'm like, why'd you bring me pink flowers? <laughs> How dare you? Um, but anyway, because of this, um, 
a business deal, I guess, of them baking the cake for her. She gets to know the brother and his daughter um, a little bit better because she actually, um, uh, Jesse goes over to the house to meet and see the theme, I don't know, to get a feel for what they want kind of yeah. for the cake or whatever. Um, and so she and Aiden spend more time together. She learns he's a widower. He works in real estate. We already know, just knowing he's in real estate, where this is going <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> Actually, that's so funny that you say that because I was, I didn't know. <laughs> Obviously the building would be like in peril. You know, they were going to lose the building in this real estate knew this guy on the scene is a real estate agent so i i didn't i was like oh my gosh now the building's in peril like so then here's the thing about jess jesse dale jesse dale this um the main character i did not like her i didn't like her did you I think I liked her more in the beginning but if we're ready to talk about the conflict scene i don't know if we're there yet I just, uh, I wanted to smack her at one point. Let's put it that way. I wanted to smack this woman. I don't know if we're going to talk about that yet, but. Um, okay, we'll get to the smacking. Okay, keep going. We'll get to the smacking. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great podcast. <laughs> but because I mean, at first I liked her. She was fine. Like I kind of understand like this is like a generational thing. She doesn't want to change. She doesn't really want to move because, you know, they're getting bought out or sold of whatever the who they written from so i kind of got that i'm like okay that's fine and then she had some like cute moments with like aiden and stuff like their uh category five cake storm but flower fight <laughs> very clever line yeah <laughs> but i think she was also a bit of a boring character Ooh. i know she was but like you said there were times that she wasn't you know she was mm -hmm. she was charming sometimes and i think the two of them aiden and jesse um i thought they did have chemistry there were you know their their first kiss after their um flower fight was was great i, I mean i thought it was sweet how he was ready to date again and he he really liked mm -hmm. her and she started to like him and so yes i think the part that bothers bothered me was just how stubborn she was and pessimistic she was about her business she said it was mm -hmm. her life yet she was so dramatic and like it's over it's all over no i don't want to it's not worth saving it and i was like what this is your life yeah work. yeah especially when like howard's like i have these ideas like here's some stuff and she's just like no <laughs> we're not doing that and i was so sad for them that they got into this place with the money and stuff when they could have been doing these business things that he said. And as soon as they started doing them, their business turned around, they had enough money to apply for a loan and maybe even buy the building. I was like, mm -hmm. why haven't you been doing this all along? <laughs> yeah, like they were able to make the money to actually put the offer in. Right. And then consequently the offer didn't get accepted, but you know, it was like. Right. You. <laughs> so, so that stubbornness with the business really like she pulled that right into this conflict go ahead are you gonna let are we ready to talk about that i think we're ready to talk about it because they learn that the reason they did not get their offer accepted was because uh aiden's real estate company bought it yeah. and she's just like whoa dude you have betrayed me <laughs> you have i don't and he's like let me explain and she's like there's nothing you could say you can't say anything. Oh my gosh. Oh, that. Okay. First of all, 
she doesn't let him explain like she just like assumes he was the mastermind behind this all like because businesses never do anything like that and then second of all she i even wrote it down she said something like even if it's not your fault like she was still mad at him i was like even if it's not his fault like what? <laughs> that's what i wanted to smack her i'm like what kind of person are you if it wasn't his fault you're so mad that he had that this happened and had nothing to do with him <laughs> Oh my goodness. And that's it. She's like, I don't want anything more to do with you. So my, me too. When, when he makes the effort to come to her bakery and explain, and she opens the door to him and he's like, let me explain. And she's like, I don't even want to hear it. Um, (laughs) yes, this is exactly when you want to hear it. Like you sit down and say, okay, yeah, explain. Yeah. I want to hear it. You know, I never get that response. Like we get that response a lot in these movies and I never understand it. Cause I'm like, I would want to know, like, yes, please tell me what happened. I, I would totally want to know. I don't want to assume that I know maybe I'm wrong, you know? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That, that bothered me so badly. And then he was so hurt and, but then he ends up quitting. He ends up quitting his job, his real estate. It was the last straw for him with this mm-hmm. business. He didn't like it anyway. And he's going to pursue his dream as, as a carpenter which go for it. I mean, he just, that was awesome. But I, I was so sad. <laughs> like he doesn't even need to explain anyway. And then she comes back and she gives them an apology. He's like, okay, great. I love you. And I'm like, oh no, I think I would need like another, like couple hours before right. I was ready to profess my love for you after you, like he was just so ready to accept her apology. Okay. And I'm like, that's great. I mean, not that we shouldn't accept people's apologies, but I'm like, I don't know. I just felt like he just, I feel like he needed, he needed his moment to explain and he never got it. Like she, someone else told her what happened. Someone else Mm -hmm. told her he quit his job. Maybe that's the problem too. Yeah. Yeah. And so she comes in and instead of letting him talk even again, she's like, I know, I know what happened. I know this. I know that. It's all good. It's all good. I know. Like, (laughs) That's that. Yeah, I mean, maybe the problem is that not so much that he like accepted her apology, but she like never really had any redemption to like really warrant that. And he was like, "All right, love you. Let's go to the wedding." I love you. Yeah, I know they dropped the "I love you." I was like, "Whoa!" They love each other. Because I was like, had, "Oh gosh," because <laughs> he said something about girlfriend, and I was like, "Oh, that's a nice way to end it." You know, it's just he called her his girlfriend. She's gonna open her new. A, her bakery in a new location he's gonna look at a location very close to her to open his carpentry shop and he said my girlfriend and she was like oh that that's a big thing you know and he was like well i love you don't say that don't say that <laughs> oh my goodness this girl she she definitely i i hope the best for her in the future <laughs> with him. Bless her heart, as our friend Caroline would say. Bless her heart. <laughs> Bless her heart, right? Bless her heart. He was good for her, though, and I think Riley was good for her. Like, mm-hmm. it'll, they'll they'll make it. I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe we'll see the sequel where she becomes the bridezilla and I don't know, smashes the cake. I hope not. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, overall, so I, yeah, I, I give five out of 10. 
maybe maybe that was generous so i don't know stink in these january movies i am a five out of ten as well okay why did you do five out of ten i wanted to like this movie more than i did but i just i like i said i couldn't get into it i it was a little boring i never i just never even before the whole conflict i never really felt them as a couple i just i couldn't understand why they wanted to be together there was no motivation because i think because it happens like there was like this instant i like you you like me but i never really understood why Right. So I felt like something was missing there. Um, and then the overreaction and under apology were a huge turnoff. And, but so I ended up giving it some points because I loved the little girl and I loved Howard and Beatrice. They were fun. Like when they were like dead tired, just like, we cannot bake any more cakes. Like, yeah, she had great fun. Lines like that. Beatrice did. So they were a lot of good levity for this movie. So I got five out of 10 right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm five out of 10 as well, probably because, because of Aiden and Riley, <clears throat> the father and daughter relationship was so great. And I thought he brought really good things to him and Jesse's relationship, you know, or chemistry. He brought good chemistry there. So I like the supporting characters too. Um, I mean, there was just a big flaw to me in the leading lady's character and how how she handled things at the end and so that docked it down to mm-hmm. just a five out of ten for me yeah all right so hallmarkies once upon an upsiders uh clearly carrie and i are very in sync with these movies but we want to know what you think if you agree with us maybe you loved jesse and did not want to smack her at the end so <laughs> we want to know so make sure to be following us on all our social media on Instagram and Twitter. We are OUA Upside for Once Upon an Upside. And you can also find us on YouTube and all that. And of course, be sure to be following the Hallmarkies podcast for all of our Hallmark channel reviews and leave us your comments, ratings, reviews, and let us know what you thought about these movies. And we will talk to you next time for February. Love is in the air. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.